Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz. We have a special guest joining this week's episode. Fansided Entertainment staff writer Sabrina Reed is here to talk about our favorite show on TV right now, Riverdale. So we just saw the Riverdale season five midseason finale on Wednesday night. It was wild. I want to know your initial reaction to last uh, to Wednesday night's episode, Sabrina. Um, God, it was a lot. Uh, <laughs> at first, I was just really there for the aesthetic because I liked what was going down with Jughead and Tabitha, and then Minerva and Cheryl in the woods was pretty nice and then things sort of i can't say but i'd say derailed it just went on a wild like banana crazy ride with like inmates and fighting and like cooper reunions and i couldn't really keep up but i was along for the ride and very happy i feel like i forgot more about this episode than i like even remember because it was just so so crazy like the whole high school stuff with Hiram was like, what, what is happening? Archie in the army stuff. Cody, what, what do you think? Yeah, it was so much to process. I, I knew going into it, I'm like, okay, if we've got a big break coming up, they're going to give us an episode that's going to tease a lot and leave us waiting and wanting all these answers. And it just was like, I felt like there were some things that came in, like the whole Hiram Reggie thing like with Cheryl now. It's like, that seemed like random and out of the blue. So I'm like, is that something we're going to see like more now in the second half? Because it was very like, okay, now he's got a feud with Cheryl and they're going to like take a fight there with the Blossoms. And I'm like, where did this come from? And then of course, Archie with the whole school, like them attacking the prisoners and <laughs> it just was so much to go like it's just so much to process i'm still trying to process and figure out what was going on and then of course i don't think we've mentioned yet like the veronica stuff of course they had to throw some mm-hmm. curveballs there for varchie which i know we're talking a little bit about coming up which i'm just i don't know i guess i'm just stunned is like the best way to to say it stunned yeah so let's i think the the cliffhanger ending is a good place to start what happened to jughead it's unclear other than <laughs> like a lot of blood i'm like i don't want to say he was like abducted abducted by mothman but clearly whoever's spinning that tale um has gotten a hold of him maybe yeah i was very confused i'm like are we going the alien route like is that the route they're going to dive deeper into like was he abducted in season you know 5b i wasn't anticipating like her to go down the cellar like in the bunker and him be missing and find like the blood and all that and so it was like wait a minute why and i feel like jughead always is like this the show's character who always somehow ends up like his life's on the line and it's like wait is he gonna live is he gonna die like it's become a recurring thing with the show Mm. now with jughead yeah i was gonna say how many seasons have we done this like what's gonna happen with jughead thing it seems like every season there's like something that happens as soon as uh she uh tabitha is it tabitha right that's mm-hmm. her name yeah she was like i cooked the maple mushrooms into this burger and like i'm just gonna like leave i was like oh no oh no something's gonna happen to jughead i don't know it, it's weird to say like do you think that like they're setting this up for like betty to like go look for jughead is that like the next thing that's gonna happen that's what i thought of right after the episode i was like is this where they're going Maybe. I mean, if like if the trucks really are the quote unquote ships um, that you could possibly find him. I mean, she did leave in a rig herself, um, which was cool. But also, like, when did she get the licensing to be able to do that? (laughs) There's too many questions there. (laughs) 
Yeah. And it's so interesting. It's funny you mentioned Betty because we're either of you guys like had to do like a step back when like he was in his like shroom induced like daydream and like suddenly Mm. going through like the interchanging like Betty pops up and it's like I like this season very much just felt like there's that underlying like they tore Bughead apart. There's some strong tension there. I feel like we've yet to really scratch uh, scratch the surface on. And I'm like, it was kind of weird almost like them intertwining like the different women that have become in his life lately for that scene. I'm like, what is this hinting at and foreshadowing to for? the the second half of the season. Yeah. Do you think that we need to start worrying about Betty now? I mean, I think that we've all been worried about Betty a little bit. Like the last few episodes, she almost like killed the guy and then all the stuff with Charles coming back. And then now it's like, what's her end game here by getting in the truck, just finding out what's going on. That's the, that's what we're doing. (laughs) It seems like it. And then with Jughead, I mean, that sequence was weird because that's clearly like 18 year old senior Betty. But I don't know if it's supposed to be like it's him forgiving her since they didn't really have a whole mm. uh, sequence where they talked about it. it they kind of just got frozen out and then parted ways. So perhaps we'll be seeing a, a Buckhead reunion um, in some case. I mean, as a Barchi shipper, I'm like, mm. <laughs> but he's been seven years in pain, so he should definitely be able to talk it out. Now, whether or not she'll be in a place to have that discussion, if she's like going on her own adventures, like, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I am so curious to see what the plan is with both of those characters. I feel like they've definitely been hinting that like Betty's about to cross a line she can't come back from. Like I thought for sure she was going to pull the trigger when she had that guy like in the woods. If it hadn't been for the phone call, like would she have? Like I thought, oh crap, this is the moment they're going to like take Betty and kind of really push her down this darker toll. And I'm like, hmm, we we've seen her like she's she's taken off the case, like she's going rogue a bit now. And I'm very interested to see what they have like planned for her as a the show returns and that I hope they don't like it's always one of those things where it's like if you you can walk that fine line of like taking some actions without going like completely overboard and so I'll be curious to see how they walk that line and where exactly like kind of take her as she dives into this investigation kind of the the rogue lone wolf search kind of thing yeah exactly and I think like my interest is in like the the love triangle like I'm very much invested in like the barchi bughead varchi store I guess it's more of a square I guess I don't know um, but like, what do you guys think it means for, I guess you've got some weird stuff going on with Veronica and Chad, but then if Betty's going off on her own or, you know, like there's not, I thought that Veronica, I guess this is how I'll phrase it. I thought Veronica leaving was going to like that opened the door for, uh, Betty and Archie again. Like it was just, that's where we were going to go. And now it seems like now it's a little more complicated than that. Do you agree? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Um, no one was left happy. They were no one was in a happy place. Like Jughead is abducted, Betty's on a road trip. Um, like Veronica's stuck in a marriage, and Archie is bitter about her being stuck in a marriage. So like none of the ships are okay, um, and everybody's unsettled. Uh, how are they going to bring everyone back together again, even romantically? I'm not sure. I guess. Archie will be having passive aggressive phone calls for the next <laughs> few episodes until that gets figured out. And then I don't know about that kind of Archie. I don't know why she wasn't just like, yeah, he's like blackmailing me. That's why I'm not coming back. <laughs> like she was very, it was just very like, yeah, I can't come back. And he's like, fine, click. Like I was like, wait a second, what? They're not even going to talk. <laughs> yeah, I feel like communication in TV shows is always one of those things. It's like so many problems can just be solved if like these characters have like 
actual lines of communication and like we're honest with each other. I think what's interesting though with the Betty Buckhead, uh, the Betty Archie stuff is like when they broke the two up kind of in that one episode, it was very much like, I need a friend who someone's going to like be that light for me. And we're seeing Betty go down and they haven't really written any scenes with Betty and Archie. And I'm like, you gave us that. You can't like just, oh, we're going to be friends because I need you to kind of pull me out of this darkness and be my anchor. And then like just completely ignore the storyline, which is what I think we've seen with these last two episodes before this break. And I don't know. I feel like there needs to be some kind of follow up there. Like Archie needs to be like that voice of reason or something with her. Yeah, I was yes. half expecting Archie to go like straight into like the Cooper house. Like I thought Betty would like call him and he'd be at the school and like that's where they would like run to and he would save the day. But that, it worked out very differently. They need to do something because what was the point of that beautiful scene if like they're not going to check in with each other? Like neither of them know what's going on um, in their lives, or at least it seems like it. I mean, there's they could always do off screen. We've been calling each other. How are you doing? <laughs> Since they love to do the like the text message thing with them, where we get to see their text messages to each other. So perhaps her phone will ding and we'll see an Archie text. I'm hoping I need a crumb. Give me something. Yeah, exactly. That would be really nice. Cause I feel like that I've been swayed. I've been, I was, I liked Bughead the whole time. And I think that there's like, obviously still something there, but like with the way Barchi has happened this season, it just seems so much more like deeper, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. And it's so funny. Like I'm someone I used to read like the Archie comics and like, I was always like Archie and Betty in the comics. Cause it was like, she was the girl next door. She always got overlooked by Veronica's, you know, she was like the, the rich girl who got everything she wanted. Archie was just like one of those things. And it was always like, you always felt bad for Betty in the comics, like give her the win. And so when the show like leaned to, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be the same thing. And so when we got the Barchi scenes this season, they did it, I think really well. And then it didn't feel forced. Like they wrote it just really beautifully like it just i was okay with it right on the board like it, even though it's just like an episode for us we know it was seven years for the characters i think they did the storyline really well and i feel like they ended it too soon i feel like they could have dragged on longer this season if they if the eventual plan was for them to like part and go the friendship way i can kind of somewhat accept that for at least like a little while but i feel like it was just too abrupt like we gave we got this great arc and then it was like oh it's over let's move on yeah that was a bummer Another bummer from last night's episode, no Tony, which I was disappointed, but for obvious reasons, she's on, is she on, did they say that she was like on maternity leave in the, in the show? Did I catch that right? She's on bed rest. Bed rest. That's no, right. yeah. they didn't um, expand. They just said it in the meeting and then yeah. we were kind of just done. No other explanation. Okay. She's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be curious to see how long she is off screen because like with the break, is like, was there a break in the episodes? Are they going to be able to like film? I'm curious to see like how many episodes she ends up missing. Um, of course, you know, with the actress being pregnant in real life, I know it was, I was always curious, like if they were going to write this pregnancy storyline in the time jump, I think definitely helped them make that into the story, like a little bit or more right. organically. But yeah, I, she's been such a great part of this season. I love them giving her like finally a decent storyline and making her part of the core cast. Cause she's kind of been like one of those back burner characters where they throw her into the storylines, but they never really give her much like real meaty material to kind of dive into. And I've loved kind of like even that first episode from the time jump, like it was her who was kind of taking Archie through around the town and being like, here's what's mm -hmm. happening with so-and-so and doing like the recap and all that. And so I hope she's not off scene, you know, screen too long. 
Yeah, yeah I hope not fair. either. Because she was really integral, like you said. And things are going awry at the school as it is um, <laughs> with Hiram like doing his nastiness. So you would think she'd have something to comment on or um, combat like the serpents being like security for Riverdale High or something. Since she's in control of basically a lot of the town, especially the trucks, which I expected her to be more part of that story since most of the trucks running through town are owned by Tony and those are her truckers that are driving around and they're mostly serpents. So I feel like she'll have to come back for that storyline in some capacity. Yeah. That seems like the unspoken like plot hole thing that like no one has talked about yet with like the season. If like the truckers are like, you know, all these people are going missing. It's like, what do they know and why are they not talking to them yet? (laughs) Does that seem like, that seems like something that would happen, right? A lot of unspoken things with Riverdale. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think is next for Cheryl? That's a, that's another interesting storyline we've got going. <laughs> was she bringing out a dark altar? Like, or is, was that supposed to be something that is, are the Blossoms witches now? Is that how we're going to get a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina <laughs> crossover? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, because um, isn't the actress, I, I'm blanking on her name right now, but she's from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, right? Minerva? Yeah. Is it, I think oh, that she was in, I think that she is, but anyway, I know that that, that was the plan they were going to do a chilling adventures of Sabrina Riverdale crossover. They like had the, they're praying at some weird altar for the wind to take the fire away from the town. And that seemed like, that's like the natural crossover. That's like immediately where my, where my mind went to it was like, Oh, was this how they were going to do it? Or is it still possible now? I don't know. Yeah, that's one of those things I picked up on when I was watching. I'm like, this feels like, okay, let's add another. We already have aliens. Let's like add some witchcraft like questions here. It's like, why not just like swing for the fences and go all out? It definitely felt like it could be like the thing. And it's weird because I don't know what the deal is with Netflix's characters. I know like the shows, mm-hmm. there's like the weird thing where it's like, you've got to wait like so many months or I think it's like over a year before like the show can be rebooted. But it's like, what does that mean for the characters like could we just see sabrina you know pop up for an episode like is that something that could work because we did see it with you know lucifer jumped into the legends like crossover spinoff thing mm-hmm. so there's been some cross promotion between the cw shows and netflix shows which i think it helps that they're both from the same studio yeah it's mutually beneficial i think for both well i mean now it's like netflix does it why would they care if sabrina popped up in an episode of riverdale people would probably go watch chilling adventures of sabrina which is now canceled unfortunately we did get to see i think for the first time this season um cheryl's mom and then we saw in the trailer she is wearing like a church choir costume did you guys catch that? Like, it was like a flash. Like, it was like very short. So River or Hiram like organizes like the jailbreak. And now the criminals, like they don't get rounded up. They just get a stick around in Riverdale. That's one way of like revitalizing the town, right? Like, yeah, it is. I don't know how that'll work um, since Frank is hanging out in, in Archie's house too. Um, and supposedly his mom is going to, Archie's mom is going to help Frank do something. I didn't quite catch that part, but yeah. I don't know how I'm just going to let them run wild or I guess calm, depending on whose family they belong to. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Oh, and so we've got a couple more points here. Veronica's back in New York. Cody and I have talked about all season, like, cause they keep mentioning Katie Keene. Like clearly they're setting up something, right? Are we going to see Katie Keene in the 11th episode of the season when it returns any guesses I'm hoping for that uh, i mean yeah. 
it's just, it seems like there's too many Easter eggs. Like if this had been filmed before Katie Keene was canceled, like I could understand like, oh, okay, they just were setting something up and then the show got canceled unexpectedly. But since they filmed all of this after it had already been decided that Katie Keene wasn't coming back for season two, it seems very intentional to be name dropping her like so often, like even in this episode, like, oh, you know, Katie did, I can't remember what this throwaway line was, but it was another one. And now that she's back in New York, it's like, well, wouldn't it be natural that she'd go and complain to Katie about Chad, like locking her into this marriage? Like, wouldn't that be her first visit like let's go catch up with katie Keene and like just dive into all the drama i'm with you i think that that would be a good idea so before we run out of time here let's just go through and you guys can each share what do you think is working about this the season with the time jump and what is not working following the time jump um can Margie be on both those lists like it was yes. working <laughs> <laughs> and then they like dropped it with I mean, there was explanation, but I wish there had been more for it. Um, Tony has been excellent, I thought. Um, I do like that they are shining more light on Fangs and Kevin. Um, it's a little messy right now. So I hope like they iron out the kinks. But as far as what's not working, I think Veronica and Cheryl are a little lost in the story. Um, there's only so much like where two characters can go through a lot of sadness or heartbreak or um, trials where you're like, okay, are they being put in pain for a reason that we're moving forward with this? I mean, Cheryl's getting better and then Veronica's kind of stuck in her marriage, but um, I want these like, two ladies to have a concrete story that isn't just, I'm cursed or my husband sucks and I can't leave. That's very fair. I totally agree. What do you think, Cody? Yeah, for me, I kind of agree that to me, Tony has been like one of the highlights of the season just because it's been great seeing her get a front stage. Like, she was always just kind of one of those characters that when they'd give her stories, it was great to see, but then they'd kind of drop off in that. And so I'm, I'm enjoying seeing more Tony. I know they promised that and to see them actually following through with the promise is nice. I'm curious to see the, what is ahead with some of these other characters. Um, like that, um, like Sabrina said, I'm kind of I'm kind of not on board all the way with where they're going with Cheryl or Veronica either. I feel like they need to get like some direction there. They need to like it, these characters don't have to be constantly like one drama after another. Like they can have some happiness. You don't have to like write them into a corner where like the only thing going on in their world is curses and like backstabbing and like betrayals. It's like they can have other things going on. Like there's other ways you can write these characters. So those would be my three spots. And then I just hope they give Archie direction because this like <laughs> career choice of the week thing is starting to get a little old too yeah that's a, i was gonna i was gonna say i would add archie with the cheryl and veronica as like what's not really working i just it just doesn't feel like authentic and like i mean that's like <laughs> a joke with this show right like <laughs> None of it feels real, but we've seen him struggle so much and just seeing him like continually like lose his way on like trying to save the town and himself and everyone around him just feels like a little old. I do like the Mothman stuff. Um, like I really like Jughead going on this like weird hunt for aliens, especially where he like is in his life. I think that that's like what I'm most interested in other than some of the ships and stuff. So I think that that's solid though. Let's see. So we've got, okay. So we've got a long break coming up. I think we've calculated out when River Riverdale season five is coming back for episode 11 is on July 7th, 2021. So that is over three months. How do you guys feel about this? Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. I'm going to miss the show. Um, especially because they left it on such, like everything is so bananas. Like I want to be back to what we were doing to figure out what's happening. But the, that wait is going to be like, killer 
yeah, yeah, I'm not happy about this break at all. I'm like, oh, that's too long of a break. Like I can deal with these little like two week breaks we've seen on some of these other shows, but three months, that's just so long. And I don't even know what this means for the like the back half of the season because it definitely feels like we could have Riverdale throughout like all of summer, maybe even into like August, September. And so that's just as strange to me. Like, I don't know what it means for season six then. Yeah, I agree. I have no idea what it means for season six. I'm kind of in, like, I think they could have done something different. I thought that maybe when we were going to have such a long break that they would like have like a kind of a self-contained story like in this part of the season and then transition into something different for the second half. But they've like done nothing of that. They've like left everything more open than it was even when they like return for the time jump. It seems like nothing is like even close to being finished. So any last thoughts before we go? Uh, I love Marchie and I hope I get more. Yeah, I, I'm just still like speechless. I, I'll be rewatching the finale probably several times up until it's returned. Just like see all the little things that I missed. I just I'm excited for the second half. It'll be interesting. Yeah, sounds good. So July 7th, mark your calendars, set a reminder in your phone because you'll probably forget about it. Um, that's all the time we have today. Thanks uh, to Sabrina for joining us. I'm sure uh, you'll hear from her soon. And um, we release new episodes of the Netflix Life podcast on Fridays and Mondays. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.